0: Hi, I'm Holly Kate's personal stylist and style coach extraordinaire.
1: Hi, I'm Nolan Meter, celebrity stylist, shopping messiah, and accessory addict.
0: We are the best friends that you never knew that you needed. We are the industry insiders and fashion's odd couple. In both of our everyday lives and at industry events, we see the best and unfortunately the worst in clothing and style. We are fashion partners in crime dedicated to stopping the most heinous of all fashion crimes on the street, the runways, and
1: beyond. Join us as we take you inside our world, spilling the secrets of our experiences in the industry and inside our minds, judging people in the most loving way possible, most of the time, and stopping (laughs) fashion criminals dead in their crocs. It's more important than just the do's and don'ts. Jump on the Hot Mess Express as we teach you how to be your best and most stylish self.
0: This is Fashion Crimes Podcast. Hello, how's it going? What's the haps? Shalom, what's up? So damn glad you're here today. My name is Holly Katz, your favorite and only personal stylist that you know. And let's just face it, we know better than you do. It's all good. The first step is awareness. I'm with my best gay celebrity stylist, bestie, fairy gay mother, brother from another mother, Mr. Nolan Meter.
1: Hello, hello, hello. What's going on?
0: What is up, Nolly? We haven't talked in, what, I guess it's been three hours now.
1: It must be a record.
0: I know. How did your exam go? You took a test and you were grouchy. How'd it go?
1: It was great. No, my that was great. I did some other work, which was good. What else did I have I done today? Not a whole lot. Honestly, I worked out and I feel like I've been hit by a train because I spent the past however many days in New York eating at like Lilia and Le Bouquet and, Bar- and Carbone. So like I just dining and eating 25,000 calories at Carbone and then coming home and working out on a high intensity level was not my greatest plan. I feel like I've just been hit by a truck, but it's fine.
0: Okay, we'll go with that. Whatever. So today we have Masha Titoff here with us today. She is not only a badass, she is making lingerie with limited drops, limited sizing, she doesn't do underwire. I fell in love with her last week when we got connected. I was like, hook me up. Let me buy something. She was a production manager at Yeezy. She started her own line. I mean, she loves lingerie. I mean, she's been on Boston Globe, NBC, L, Boston Magazine, Boston.com. She's done private pop ups with Rebecca Menkoff. Nolan, we love a Rebecca Menkoff moment.
1: I do love her. I love her so much.
0: I mean, she's been at Italy Fashion Week. Damn it, Masha. Welcome to the show. Damn it, welcome.
1: Hello, hello, hello.
0: Hey, what's happening? Oh my God. So, ha- so much to say, so much to cover. OMG, we are so inspired by you. And let me tell you why. When I come home, the struggle is real. I always put on a sports bra. You have changed my world because I'm not going to do that anymore. You are so sweet. (laughs) I am going to come home and put on your bra, which is similar. And I mean, very similar to a sports bra without underwire, but the same actual support, but it doesn't give you a uniboob. So tell us all about you, your product. We're so excited to have you.
2: Yeah, thank you for having me. So basically, like my whole background is in uh production and fashion design. And I had a very serious issue, exactly like what you were saying about having a uniboob or always putting on a sports bra because every bra was annoying and padded and microfoam that you just were sweating in or the straps were falling off. And one day I was like, you know what? I literally know how to make. Clothing, why don't I just figure out a, something that works for me? And the more I started going into it, I had friends that would be like, Oh, you want this like fabulous, pretty bra and have it be comfortable? We can't even find a bra in our size, let alone like something so specific that you're talking about. So I was like, Why? That's so crazy. So I went out and started to develop. TTOF and basically was trying to figure out how to make comfortable bralettes that don't make that uniboob and have it be supportive enough and actually pretty and make you want to wear it, but also not so like pretty with bows and whatnot, just kind right. of more unique, I would say. And yeah, so right now we're sitting at like 40 something sizes and hopefully I'll go into more and more sizes, but yeah.
0: I mean, insane. <laughs> we love this so much because it was so interesting to me because I work with a lot of women, as does Nolan. I like to say he has seen more boobs in his lifetime than most straight men. <laughs> it's
1: unfortunately valid. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean, he has. And so Nolan is actually pretty knowledgeable about bras as well. And this is a game changer because Women who complain, who don't like to wear underwire, it gives you the same amount of support. I will say that again. It gives you the same amount of support. And I did not think it was possible. I did not believe you until I got it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like I've done so many iterations of it and obviously it's not like supportive, like a sports bra. Like you wouldn't want to run a marathon in it. Of course, of course. But it's definitely, it it keeps the girls in place and- I feel like, especially these days, if you are kind of working from home and you still kind of need to put something on, why would you force yourself into an underwire bra? And we have like different styles that like some have more support, some have a little less support, depending on what you're looking for. And I just feel like that's just like where things are going right now. And yeah, I mean, I avoid putting on an underwire bra unless it's like something really specific that I'm styling it with. But it's so rare that I ever get dressed up or even like attempt at life at this point <laughs> that
0: like, you gotta be going out yeah. to put on underwire.
1: <laughs> I mean, I was just saying mm-hmm. earlier, like I put on the other day, like my crazy outfit just to go to the coffee shop. Cause I was like, you know what? I have no other excuse to wear this stuff. <laughs> you know, I can't wait to get back to the city. So. I'm actually
2: really, really excited for the like little glimmer of hope. And when people are like vaccinated and everything, I feel like everyone's just going to, it, the most mundane task
1: like going to the coffee shop is going to be a spectacle and i cannot wait for it it is 100% it's going to be like a fashion show i i cannot wait <laughs> and i was actually it was like that the other night at carbone because like at carbone everyone always gets dressed up but like when we were there, I mean, every single person I looked out, I looked at clearly this was their like going out moment for, the, <laughs> yeah, the, for like the, for, you like, know, two the last two months. <laughs> yeah. So everybody was out, like everybody's diamonds were out. Everybody mm-hmm. had their best of everything on. And actually one of my friends I was with <laughs> put on a suit. He's like, I haven't been able to wear a suit in so long. I'm like, you kind of look like gay <laughs> Dean Martin, but okay. <laughs>
0: I mean, that's hysterical. So I am just grateful that I found you because As I'm in, you know, the 40 and up club, it's all good, but I have worn thong underwear. I will never forget my boyfriend when I was 16 years old, his older sister had a thong on and I had never seen that in my life. And she (laughs) looked at me and she said, once you wear these, you'll never go back. And damn it to this day, I wear thong underwear because of her.
1: That's and
0: so now at night, I like to wear fullback. So mm. I love the fullback because I'm going to wear it at night. And I'm actually wearing it now. And I don't have a panty line. Maz- I mean, genius. I mean, genius. <laughs> I mean, you were telling the us the story about try- sourcing elastics and how exhausting it is. And tell us a little bit about that.
2: Yeah. I mean,
0: it's incredible how... In general, it's really
2: difficult to source. And a lot of times it's kind of knowing manufacturers or contacts and kind of being like, hey, do you have a good elastic supplier? And I feel like it's a lot of people who work in the industry that just ask each other where you can find stuff. But even so, usually I would go to a trade show if I would know what I'm looking for. And then once I kind of was like, okay, I, I really need X, Y, and Z, I booked my ticket, I scheduled the, to go to a, like a sourcing trade show and then everything shut down. So all of a sudden I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. So how do you even find quality materials when you're stuck in your house mm-hmm. and shipping is delayed everywhere and all of this stuff? So it's been an just absolute insanity. And I'm so grateful for all of my like past coworkers and friends that are in this industry that have helped with kind of being like, oh, we use this company and we really like it. And I've been able to find a couple of really amazing gems without actually having to go to a trade show and doing the typical way, but it's been it's been interesting.
0: I just I think that's so great. I mean, do you miss going to trade shows? Oh, oh my gosh, I, just, I miss leaving my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean,
2: I, I, I love. That. I'd go to New York, like even for a trade show, I didn't need to go to just so I could get out. And I'm temporarily in the Boston area because of the startup. I'm not quite making enough money to live on my own. So I was living in Los Angeles and working for a number of companies out there. And when I decided to start this company, my family was like, you know what? Mom and dad are basically living in Florida. The house is here. Come live in Boston until you figure things out. So I'm I'm here in Mass and every opportunity I can, I go to New York, I try to network, I go to trade shows, I, I miss it. I miss it so much.
1: I miss Coterie. Oh, same. I that and interfilier.
2: Oh my gosh. I I cannot wait.
0: Nolan, you just missed the swag bags. Okay.
1: You no, know, oh. coterie doesn't have a good, like coterie isn't really swag bag central. It's like bowls of candy, which like honestly yeah. fuck off.
0: Yeah. That's annoying. <laughs> yeah. That's annoying.
1: I mean, I, you know, I miss the parties for the, like, you know, the swag bags, like the women's wear daily party. I will never go over those gift bags. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Are, like, I one
0: will take like 12. <laughs> All right. So let's review your product from top to bottom. Uh, as soon as I talked to Masha and I knew she was going to be on the show, I said, I want this, 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 and this. So. I got the package. It w- first of all, shipment came quickly. Thank you. You're welcome. With speed and accuracy, I will say that. <laughs> I opened it up and I t- I will try to rewrap it as beautiful as you wrapped it. And it was so wrapped so pretty in this beautiful tissue and it had a sticker on it and it, I inside it had a note. I mean, Nolan tell her how much I love customer service.
1: It's kind of annoying, actually. It's like a little ridiculous, but (laughs) she does.
0: I am a sucker for attention and customer service. So I got a note from you and it made me happy. Then inside was a little zhuzh. It was a Negroni cocktail recipe for, hey, maybe I feel like drinking in my new lingerie. Here's a new cocktail recipe. Love it. (laughs) Love it. Yeah. I I drew that little sketch, too. Uh, what?
2: <laughs> it is so cute. We will
0: post that on our story. Don't worry. And, you know, Nolan loves a Jen moment because he loves the Golden Girls. Mm-mm. And, I do love
1: a gin a gin moment.
0: And so this is a gin drink. So Nolan, I will you know show you my lingerie, and then maybe we'll have a little drink and then toast
1: Masha over Zoom. I'm here for that. I like a nice g and tea.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just think this is such a cute. It's a little shtick. And here, let's just be honest. It costs you nothing to put this in here, right? For sure. It's a card. I mean,
2: the whole uh, customer service situation, um, I would say that's like my number one. It's always my number one. I will drop everything to answer customer service. email. I, I completely, that's like what I put most uh, outside. Obviously the product itself is its own thing. But outside of that, it's like, and the website is the website, but as long as the customer service is excellent, that's where I want to be.
0: And people are essentially buying you. Mm -hmm. Yes, they're buying your product, but they're buying something from you, a piece of you. So they want, you know, that is just a reflection of you. So then I try everything on. Of course, I love it. And then I'm looking at the tags. I take the tags off and it says made for you. And it has a sticker with my name on it. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> that's like what
2: that's been a, like a thought in my head for years. And I'm so happy I figured out how to make it Happen for real. I love that idea. People like freak out over it, and I just and it. It's like I had to buy a whole separate printing machine for it, and like all this stuff. But it's been so worth it because people truly freak out that they're like, "Wow, you like actually." printed out like our name for every single thing that we bought.
0: It's just really cute. Again, a little shtick, a little zhuzh to say, you know what? I am important. And you know, this order is for me. I'm not just a number, right? And and when, you know, it's nice when you order something and then it says it was packed by this person or whatever. It's just Mm -hmm. a little, even though I don't know them, it's still nice to know that someone took care for your package. Oh, yeah. And let's just say it was in the most beautiful little draw bag that now I will put my jewelry in. I will use it as a travel bag. And it is not one of those chintzy ones. Okay.
2: No. It's so funny story about those draw bags. They're all made out of like recycled materials. And my mom currently is in Florida, just retired and living her life but really bored at the same time so she literally makes all of them Stop! Which, yeah it's really cute <laughs> oh
1: my god I love a family affair that's so cute
2: <laughs> yeah so she like sent me a whole like thing of pictures this morning being like I love all the new ones happening and it's really cute
0: Nolan can we talk about how supportive her parents are I mean what's that like I mean, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not even kidding you. Like come live in our house, come do this. Let me help you. I mean, it just, you're really lucky that you yes, have that I'm family dynamic. Insanely grateful.
1: I I have a similar relationship with my mother. You love your mother, but you have a very, like you, you don't tell her when you buy things because you don't want to get charged. <laughs> I don't want, I mean, exactly. I'm like, I'm,
0: I, I can't get in trouble anymore. She's like, yes, you can. I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> I mean, God, I can
1: hear her now. That looks expensive.
0: Yeah. (laughs) How much you, how much you blow on that one. I mean, I, I hear that all the time, but I do love, I mean, all seriousness. I do love that dynamic of like, yo, people are helping me and I'm not afraid to say I'm living at home or I'm doing this because you're serious about your business. Yes. I'm very serious about it. Yeah. I mean, and, and I always say you know how much you want to do it by what you're willing to sacrifice. Oh, for sure. And I I mean, I literally,
2: so I've been thinking about this and kind of working on it on the side the entire time I was working in LA and the plan was to move to New York. And since I'm from the East Coast, I was like, I'm done with LA. I just want to be in New York. And I was just going to do this part time. And it, it literally was a part, my parents calling me, my brothers calling me being like, hey, you have not shut up about this for so long. You should not move to New York. You should do this now. You don't have kids. You don't have a mortgage. Just do it. Right. You will never have a better chance. Yes, you're going to be living in like the middle of nowhere of Massachusetts for a little bit, but- if it works out, like this is the only realistic way of doing it because I've bootstrapped everything. So it's not like I have VC funding or anything like that. So I have to be really frugal. I have to be really conscious of everything. And I would not have been to the point of where I am now, if it wasn't for my family, like convincing me to move back home. So I'm super grateful for that. And COVID happened. So I'm like, thank God I didn't move to some city. Yeah. Especially New York. Little things like looking back, I'm like, everything kind of happened for a reason.
0: Okay. When you move back to New York, will you please be roommates with Nolan? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would be amazing. Um, uh, <laughs> You would be doing me a real solid on one, that one. La- one.
1: last address for her to remember is really okay. what she's saying.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and then I don't have to go two places to go out with both of you. Then y'all will just be a package deal together. Right. Which, yeah. Perfect.
1: Even <laughs> though it's our lives, it's all about her. And,
0: Obviously. So, <laughs> obvi, and then we moved. So my husband and I just moved from the West side, sorry, the East side to the West side. And Nolan's like, yeah, I don't know if I'm here for that. And I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't check with you first. She goes, I'm dead fucking serious. Like I'm not familiar. Da-da. And then he's like, listen, I'm here for, okay. Okay. I, I, see, I see the vision now. Well, she goes,
1: "Chipriani is opening. I was like, there we go.
0: I know, it, like, it, it was, like it was, that works. it was, it was a, tu- it was a struggle for Nolan. Cause he's like, um, I need my key and I'm, I'm, I'm going to be there on April 12th. I hope that's okay. So anyway, our apartment is your, your welcome. I, I expect you to come and stay and be part of our posse. I am wearing this now. I love your product. And let me tell you what else I love in all seriousness. When I called you, you said, give me your feedback. And you're like, I want it. I need it, whatever. And it is really, really great product. I need a little bit here, a little bit there. And it's just because I'm little in the middle and I have much back. Not -hmm. a big deal. And you're like, oh, okay. So it was really refreshing to hear that you really want to know and that your customer service is superior and I've only bought one thing. So good on you. You're so sweet. (laughs) Good on you. How long have you been in business? Oh, gosh, just under
2: about a year and a half now. But I would say it hasn't really kind of picked up until like last summer. So I think like, it really started to feel like a business about six months now.
0: How are people finding out about you? Is
2: it word of mouth? So the thing that kind of was the game changer that happened six months ago was doing paid social. So Facebook, Instagram ads, gotcha. that really was the game changer. I was really hesitant and I was trying to avoid it because I just kept hearing the nightmare stories of, oh, it costs so much and all of this. But I mean, it works. Like If you do it right, it works. And I got a great recommendation for someone to manage it. And it's not like a big corporation where I'm paying like crazy amount and he's great. He really works with me. He knows I'm a tiny, tiny brand. It's just been a really great partnership. But then also I've been um, doing like collaborations with local boutiques and whatnot. Their customers will end up finding me and yeah, it's just been like, we're going into like really heavily into Pinterest right now. We have At times, like over a million views on Pinterest. Wow! Oh my God. Yeah. It's like kind of crazy where like our Instagram gets like 13 likes. So it's just like the difference is like so wild and I'm seeing the benefit of it. And apparently paying for advertisement on Pinterest is a lot cheaper than on Facebook and Instagram. So I'm kind of basically going all over the place. And then obviously like a podcast or friends just telling other friends and posting about it or uh, I'm doing like a influencer campaign next month we will see how that goes I'm also very very hesitant with it but hopefully I get all of the imagery and kind of ownership over all the imagery so that's kind of why I decided to go into it so that way I don't have to do a model shoot but mm-hmm. yeah it's just it's been a lot of this and that
0: you're really like the story of somebody who was like, I'm fed up with my job. I'm over mm-hmm. it, you know? <laughs> and you like you said, you're handling rolls of fabric. It's fucking 110 degrees. Yep. And you're like, I'm too old for this shit. Like, I'm <laughs> over it. And I'm certainly don't get paid enough for this. It's not like a joy, right? That's mm-hmm. what you were sharing with me before. And you sacrificed everything and you started your own business. And it's just very commendable. It's very inspirational to hear your story because that's why I want people to know about you. Because if you're thinking about being a fashion designer, if you're thinking about your product, a story, anything, if you try it, the universe will align. Would Mm -hmm. you agree? I agree. And I
2: also, not to say that this has been easy in any capacity, if anything, I'm working more than I ever did in my entire life. But the biggest difference that I noticed a couple of weeks ago that at my previous jobs, I like at most of them actually, I would wake up and I'd have this gut feeling and this thought of what do I need to do to be able to pay rent and not go to work? (laughs) Like it was always this like just dread of like existing in the mornings. And here though, I wake up. And even though I've pulled an 18-hour day and I'm about to pull another 18-hour day, I have never had that thought. I have been so happy coming
0: into work every day. I always say, as I've struggled with my business, I have never once said, maybe I should be a stylist, maybe I shouldn't. And not for one second. Not mm-hmm. for one second, because that's what, exactly how I feel. What, even though I have clients, I don't have clients, I, they're few and far between. Some people want me 20 times, some people I never hear from again. I had to chase one person to pay me, whatever. It's just really hard to say this is all worth it and that's that's basically what you've done so are you trying to get celebrities to wear your product i know you're trying to do influencers oh gosh i'd i'd
2: love for celebrities to wear it just for some credibility it's really interesting i had a few friends say that they have their own brands too and they were like yeah we've had so many celebrity placements and we still like barely got any sales out of it so it's always this kind of catch22 of which celebrity actually kind of pulls the crowd to do like to buy but yeah i have a i have a few that i've always kind of been like oh this would be awesome yeah who are your bucket list ones oh my gosh currently i'm doing everything in my power to figure out how to get onto the gossip girl reboot or the sex and the city reboot and just whoever that new cast is because i feel like they're going to end up being the next big thing. That's kind of my goal right now.
0: Well, did you watch Bridgerton? Yes. Oh my gosh. It was so good. (laughs) And you know, somebody said, I think it was Mo Rocca. He said it was like Gossip Girl with petticoats. Oh, for sure. It was. Yeah. That's really cool. I enjoy getting to know people and speaking to people about what drives them. What is your inspiration? I mean, I know what your inspiration was. You wanted a better bra, but what's your inspiration? Now that you've done that, what's your inspiration now? Are you doing colors, patterns, inclusive sizing? What are you doing?
2: Yes. Yeah, so always inclusive sizing um, in every aspect. When Whenever I'm capable of doing it and expanding even more if I'm able to. But in terms of just kind of aesthetically and design wise, I'm trying to go really deep into like the glitz and glam side, not like tacky glitz and glam, but like really chic talking about like golds and metallics and just really, really elevated and fun garments. I love Art Deco. I love any like a building that's black and gold. I love beautiful, um, dimly lit like speakeasy type bar setting. So those are the kind of elements that I'm always reverting back to. So I'm hoping that moving forward, a lot of the photo shoots will really like represent that and trying to get into this like moody setting. I love that. Yeah.
0: That was pretty inspirational. I mean, (laughs) that was pretty inspirational. I see you have a fit guide and then you do a made to order. Tell us about that. Yeah.
2: So the made to order is um, only for repeat customers because it's just really hard to do like a custom thing for someone who's never tried on your product and doesn't know. So if someone's already bought a bralette or an underwire bra, I'll then know what size they got and they can either ask me like, oh, I bought this and it was sheer. Is it possible to make it not sheer? So I'll do a custom version like that. Or they'll just, yeah, like some sometimes it's like little tweaks here and there. Um, or they'll be like, oh, like, could you just raise it on the sides? Like something simple. Or I've had customers that are just like, whatever, do whatever. We just want like this thing. <laughs> and I'll be like, uh, okay, but like, do you like color? Do you not like color? So I start to kind of talk to them and figure out what they really like. So I've had just... Across the board, someone's bought a custom garter belt and some a couple other customers really like more neutral. So I've done variations of that. And I'm actually going to be launching a leather like capsule collection where it's made to order. Oh
0: snap.
2: And it's gonna be a lot of garter belts. So I'm really, really excited about that. Mm-hmm. And I, I oh, yeah. and everything that's custom I actually make. So it's like super it, it takes anywhere from three to four weeks, just because I don't want to have it rushed on top of everything else. But yeah, I like, I get really into it and I, I make all the things. Nolan, I love a made to order moment.
0: Did you hear what I just heard that she's going to make <laughs> leather bras?
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, good Lord.
0: <laughs> um, I have a leather and stud problem that you'll realize that Nolan's like, mm, okay, queen leather or still let's pick a lane or friend. That's, <laughs> that's my Okay, my fringe. It has. I've been looking
2: at feathers. I've been looking at fringe. Uh, there, there's going to be some fun stuff coming
0: up. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. That is very exciting. So I'm looking at the how to wash. Can you debunk any myths about how to wash your bras? I know what I tell people to do, but you tell me what you want people to do.
2: Yeah. So basically, don't put them in the wash. And don't, if you have to, wash it on cold only and on like a gentle, gentle cycle. Um, but I it's you're like let's be realistic, you're not washing your bra every time you wear it. That's right. just no one if you do kudos, but like I'm gonna go with everyone else doesn't. So it's not like you're washing it every single time and gather a couple, throw them in the sink, have them soak for a little bit, and then lay them flat to dry. Every time you like hook it or you hang it off the strap, the straps start to just expand and they lose their elasticity. And then they're just, they're just not gonna last longer. Basically, all of these tips you could totally disregard. They're just not gonna last as long as they could and they should. And then big, big thing, don't store, like, don't hang your bras off the straps when you store them.
0: I've heard that.
2: Yeah, like that's what messes up straps really quickly. And then for underwear. You have to, I was just talking about someone, I'm really bad at this too, just because stuff gets like hidden in a drawer and whatnot. But even when you wash underpants after a couple of, like after a year, after two, after five, you just need to throw them out. Like it's Yeah, not- I was going to say, what
1: is, the, what is the shelf life on these things, on, on everything? Like what really should people be doing?
2: I mean, obviously, depending on how many pairs you wear, if you don't have a lot and they go, you kind of wear the same, like maybe seven pairs every single week, then definitely more often, maybe six months. But if you have like a, a larger kind of collection, uh, maybe up to a year. But honestly, the moment I, one of my friends was like, oh, yeah, no, they just get like upgraded to period panties. And it's like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Like you can't do that. You just buy a separate. Pack for that,
0: right? Like the moment you're like, "Oh, I'll just like upgrade these to period panties." That's when they gotta go. <laughs> like, yeah, you know. for sure. And and I love how you say never tumble dry. And your pictures yeah. are so pretty with all the flowers around the sink. Um, yeah. And, and it's funny I see that you're using the laundress. I've actually I met love her. laundress. I've yeah. actually met her before. I think I met her at a trade. Sh- I met her somewhere. Anyway, She's in New York killed- store is beautiful. She killing it, my friend. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. she killing it because I don't know how she wanted to make washing detergent. But okay, Queen, I
2: listened to a podcast where she like talks about her story, and it's it's very inspiring. I would love to do some sort of collab with them at some point.
0: And then I love, you're like, issue three, tits off. And you're like, <laughs> look, my last name starts with the word tit, okay? So it just makes sense. I thought
1: that was super funny. <laughs>
0: That's yeah. very cheeky. I love that. Yeah. And and it's the
2: male. So my last name is Tito Va, but Titov is the male version of my last name. So it's Ooh. just like, it's just a lot of funny little internal jabs and easy ways to remember of it being tit and all that stuff. <laughs> Are you a photographer too? I wouldn't consider myself
0: a photographer, but I do all of the photography. I mean, and I'm, I'm <laughs> just saying you've got really great, not annoying. And I just said this because I look at pictures all day of product and things and Instagram mm-hmm. and inspiration. It's just very simple. Here's a coffee. Take a, you know, take a pomegranate and, and have this, you know, d- read this fabulous book while sitting in your laundry. Like, I love that. That gives me a cozy feeling. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, um, Very cool. So I can tell that the thoughtfulness, I, it comes through, the energy comes through for these pictures. And I'm not just saying that because I like your product. I mean, I, it's, it's just very obvious that you're thoughtful about this. I appreciate um, it. <laughs> you don't have 17,000 articles about dumb shit that I don't care about. And I yeah. know that sounds bad, but it's it's hard when you do a blog and it's hard when you have to do all the marketing and all this. And like I keep saying about our podcast, it better start running itself <laughs> or mm-hmm. we need to start making some money. But it's difficult to Do all the marketing, all this, all that, all the photography, all the customer service, and you're answering email. Like it's it's a lot. lot. It's a lot. So you have enough of a blog where you're like, here's an idea. Try this. Drink that. I love the chocolates. I love it's just really cool. I just like it. I just like it. So it's it's inspirational. Job well done, (laughs) Masha. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Job well done. You know, and I always say this people will never blink an eye to tell you what you do wrong. Never, Mm -hmm. but they really hesitate. (laughs) They it's very rare when people tell you what you do right, yeah, and appreciate it. it. And it goes a long way. I mean, I've we've had feedback from the podcast, people are like, you talk too fast, or it's whatever, whatever. And but most people give us good feedback, and that's Mm -hmm. that's what we like. We want to hear what you want to hear, we don't want to hear don't talk about this or whatever, then bitch. Okay. Sorry. Like it's not for everyone. And your product is not for everyone, but if you want to jump in the pool, do it. Yeah. You know, that's, sure. that's kind of your attitude. And you're not saying don't wear this bra, but if you want a different bra, wear this bra yep. and you know, that's what I that's love. Exactly. So tell us where we can find you queen
2: you can find us at teetofflabel.com. Titoff T-tough is spelt t-i-t-o-v. And then literally every single social platform is the exact same thing. It's tetoff label everywhere. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you name it.
0: Well, I cannot thank you enough for joining us, for the thoughtfulness of your product, for supporting my girls, because you know they need a lot of holding up. And I, I can't express how everyone should try her product, at least the panties or the bra. If not both, I got a matching set. Let's be honest. And the price point is right. It's not super crazy expensive. It's not like it's $5. I mean, it's definitely middle of the road price point. We love it. Buy it. Wear it. Send us some pics. Tell us how much you love it. Connect with Masha. Masha, Mm -hmm. you're in our posse now. Part (laughs) Part of New England, hags for nolan we always like to say our group is full but we never have you know we always have room for one more right Mm -hmm. i mean nolan is at capacity let's just say
1: (laughs) i think that's just because you're 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 worried i'll forget about you
0: i know i was like i mean he's just keeps meeting more fabulous people and they're all in the new england area so that's really cool and refreshing to know it's
2: where it's at right now.
0: It's where it's at. We love you, Masha. Thank you so much for all the information, the inspiration, the education, you know, we will be on your website. We'll be connecting. Will you come back? That is the question.
2: Obviously. I, this was amazing.
0: Okay. We love you so much. Thank you. This has been fashion crimes podcast. Please follow us on Instagram, on Facebook, hit us in the DM. I'm Holly cat styling styled by Nolan. Send us, smoke signals send us an email let us know how you're feeling thank you for listening please subscribe and leave us a review this is fashion crimes podcast and we are out